Finley's Thoughts is being brought to you today via Anchor.fm. Now, if you've never heard of it, it's a really cool website. It allows you to create your own podcast, upload segments if you want to do that. You can take phone calls, get messages from people while you're doing your show. You can put your show together, edit it like I've done here on this episode, and ultimately get it out there to the major avenues, your iTunes, your Stitcher, all those other things, and all for free. It's really cool. I can't recommend it enough. It's the way I'm getting to bring you Finley's Thoughts. So, Anchor.fm. Folks, look it up. It's awesome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 7 of um, Finley's Thoughts. This is Finley, your host, and this episode, I wanted to talk about something that came up in a conversation I was having with somebody on Twitter, and I don't know exactly what the topics are going to be on this one, so we'll, we'll kind of feel our way through it. Um, talking through things helps me figure them out. I don't think I'm alone in that regard. I think a lot of people have that happen, in fact. Um, mankind as a whole verbalizes a whole bunch of things. And for me, a long time ago, I figured out that actually physically, verbally talking things out helped me figure figure out new paths, figure out solutions, um, see how I feel about certain things, and ultimately, sometimes even make a full decision on them. I think that's why I started this podcast, in fact. I've had a lot of things happen to me in the last year and a half, almost two years now, and over the course of time, I've had a little bit of struggling with dealing with it, number one, and number two, determining how I wanted to handle it. That's not a position I'm entirely familiar with. Typically, I can figure things out pretty well. But that hasn't been the case entirely in the last two years. And so I've thought more and more about doing a podcast and doing something where I could actually talk to even just the wall. You know, I joke all the time, the wall is kind of the thing I talk to the most sometimes, or at least it was before I got married. And when I do these, I actually either talk directly to the screen or I talk to the wall behind it or something like that. And it allows me to really focus my thoughts. Ultimately, I think that that's what I mean by talking them through. Um, And so that's what I'm trying to do with this. So if it happens to entertain, awesome. If it happens to enlighten, sweet. If it just means that one or two people get to hear what I'm thinking and that's it, you know what? That's cool too. But you're kind of getting to hear my thought process on a lot of stuff. I was doing it with national events previously and I'm still curious about that. I'm still wanting to do that. But this is also going to be a format for me to talk through my own personal things. I don't necessarily mean my demons, although the last episode 
I kind of got into some of things about my past, and I may talk about more of those things as time goes on. But this episode, I'm going to talk about a couple other kind of things, things that are more current. And I'll start with something that came up earlier tonight. I say tonight, it's 5 a.m. the night of the morning, excuse me, of the 21st of April 2018. I know that it's technically early, early, early morning, but my day started at 9 p.m. in the evening, as it has every weeknight for the last nine months. I worked nights for a long time. Uh, From July of 2008 to August of 2016, I worked nights every week for my job. And I oversaw a group of people. I was not a manager. I was kind of a process person, if you will. This is the most I'm ever going to talk about my job, by the way. I don't intend to ever mention the name of the company I work for. I don't ever intend to go too deep into that at all. It's frankly for my protection as well as the protection of my company. So that being said, this episode might be the most in-depth I go on any of it. The beginning of my day started with an email that I was not expecting. I applied for a new position with my company, an actual management role. I've avoided management as much as I could for a few years now because I didn't feel I was the right fit for it. Now, whether or not that's accurate, I don't I don't know. I think I could tell people, you know, what needs to be done. I think I could lead them. I think I would have some challenges with it, but ultimately I think I could do it. And so when I decided that for me to really have a chance to move forward in my career, I needed to go ahead and look at management. It just so happens there are four management roles that have opened up. So I applied. Yesterday. Last night, I got an email saying I would have an interview Monday morning at 8 a.m. That's what got me. I didn't expect to have something like that happen so quickly. I've applied for other positions in the past and not heard anything or um, not seen any kind of action taken on them until it turned out the role had been filled for a while and they finally just closed it. So to get that instant, oh no, no, we want you to apply, we want you to interview, number one, it was kind of nice. I looked at the people who were going to be interviewing me, and I've worked with all of them for a while. I've worked alongside three of them as their lead um, over the course of the last five years. And I thought to myself, well, you know, this is a good opportunity. This is a good chance to, to show what I can do. And this is a chance for me to get some more experience in this sort of thing. And then I talked to the manager of the team I work with at night, and I asked him 
what he thought about me going for this and the opportunity it presented. And he answered my question. And we talked about it for about 20 minutes. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk about with you in the next segment. So that's the start of the story. We'll get into the rest of it right after this. As I mentioned, I asked the manager I work with what he thought. And specifically, I asked him, did he think I was the right fit for this role? And he gave me some interesting insight. He said he thinks that I would be a good manager, which is encouraging. He said he thinks that I'll have the same challenges that he does. And that's going to be the interesting thing. He told me that he's not an alpha and that people look for an alpha in these sorts of roles. But the challenges that he had were primarily around knowing when to make the kind of call that, you know, somebody needs to be disciplined or, you know, um, working with HR to get somebody let go. I'll admit that's going to be thing, a thing that I might have a little bit of trouble with. He said that in the role that I've been in, I've been kind of the XO, if you will, for a long time. I've been in my job for 11 years doing the same thing, either daytime or nighttime. And that was the comment that really kind of stuck with me that I've been the XO. I actually kind of equate it to, of all things, Star Trek. I've been Riker for 11 years. Riker actually was Riker for 15. So if I get a, if I get a team, I'll have actually beaten him by uh, four years. So there's that. And on the show, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation and in the movies, they made it clear that he wanted to move up, but he wanted to do it on his terms. I tried doing that. Point of fact, I've tried moving up and on a few times over the last few years. The first time I got any traction was going back to a daytime role. Um... It allowed me to talk to people. It allowed me to get some face time with them and, and really try to move forward. And there was a job that I wanted. There was a role that I wanted. Nothing happened with it, unfortunately. Whether or not they felt I wasn't a good fit, whether or not I didn't meet the requirements for it, whatever it may be, when I applied for that role, I would never hear anything from it. And that's okay. It's a little frustrating, but it's okay. I can move forward. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Part of what I'm doing here is taking control of my career a little bit more. For many years, I kind of held off through manager changes for the team and 
organizational changes that affected my agents and my people for the purposes of stability. I kind of sacrificed part of my own career advancement at times. And I knew a year ago, a year and a half ago, in fact, that I was ready to move up and step up. But I avoided management. And the reason I avoided management was because I wasn't sure that I was the right fit for it. Which is why I had the conversation I had with, with that gentleman tonight. It's not the first one I've had about this. I've had this conversation with a couple of people. And so to hear that they felt that I was good for a management role was kind of comforting. Especially since that's the exact job I'm going for. I know I'll have challenges. I'll need to be able to demonstrate that I can make the call when needed. Um, I'm kind of a believer in consensus. I like the idea of getting people's input before I make the call. And that can be seen as, believe it or not, a weakness. Whether or not I agree with that, I understand it to be the case. And as such, I will need to demonstrate that I'm able to do that, to make that call without the benefit of being able to bounce ideas off of people or get their thoughts on what they would do. And to be fair, to be absolutely fair, that makes sense. As a manager, where I to get the job, I will have to make certain calls. I will have to make certain decisions that not only include myself, but the people that will work under me. I will on occasion be making decisions that can directly affect their livelihoods. That's a lot. To know that I'm going to have someone's career in my hands and my work is going to have to be focused around what's best for not just them but for myself and for my company that's 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 a lot of burden to put on a person's shoulders but here's the rub and this is what kind of makes me feel better about the situation by no means am i either the first one or the only person to ever have to go through this literally Every company has this sort of thing, someone in charge. And you know what? I'm not even the person in charge. I'll be the person in charge of my little team, my little fiefdom, if you will. But there's going to be people above me. I'm going to have to report to somebody. And guess what? They report to somebody. There's like eight or nine levels between myself and the owner of my company. If I get this job, there'll be like eight or seven. So the pressure that I'm putting on myself through this, through figuring this out, is placated by the knowledge that, number one, I'm not the first person to do this. Number two, I'm not alone by any means. Number three, there actually are program, program, excuse me, and things in place to help me figure this out. And number four, I'm not going to have to do it blind. That's the nice thing about the company I work for. Um, 
there are things in place for this. And so knowing that and knowing that I'm seen as someone who could do this makes me feel confident about this. And it makes me feel confident about the entire process. But I don't feel too confident. And what I mean by that is something that a friend of mine who has moved up and beyond me a few steps or a couple of steps told me a long time ago. And it's the best advice I've ever been given in my career or ever been given in my job. And I'm going to talk about that in our next segment. So we'll be right back with more of my thoughts right after this. About 12 years ago, I was considering career opportunities. And one of them was an opportunity to move into a new department in my job that was opening up. This department was in another state. I required me to move and I was unsure about the interviews and going into it. So I talked to a friend of mine and I asked him for guidance on interviewing and presenting myself as best as I could. To this day, the guidance that he gave me is the best career guidance and interview guidance I've ever had. And I've given it to other people. I've used it in doing mock interviews for them. And it's helped me along pretty well so far. And the advice he gave me is, don't be afraid to be confident. You need to project an air of confidence when you're talking about yourself and these things. But at the same time, do not mistake confidence for cockiness. Be confident, but don't be cocky. And I asked him to explain it a little more. The way it was explained was, confidence is explaining, here's why I'm the best fit for this position. As opposed to cockiness, which is, here's why I'm the only fit for this position. I am not the only person interviewing for the managerial role that I'm talking about. There are many others, including people from outside of my department. So everybody's going to be bringing their own experiences, their own knowledge, their own examination of how the job works. So I have to sell myself to the people that are interviewing. And part of that is, here's why I feel that my experience and the work that I've done makes me the right fit for this role. What I don't want to do, and what I tell people all the time they don't want to do is, is the following. I'm the only person you should talk to. I'm going to dismiss anyone else, and I feel you should too. 
that's a death trap in interviews. I actually got to experience that myself when I was performing interviews. Many, many years ago, when I was helping launch a site for my company, the work that I was doing that actually, in fact, got me to move up into my current role. I was doing interviews, and one person came in who was so egotistical and so poorly presenting himself in terms of confidence versus, versus cockiness that we immediately dismissed him because even though he had the right knowledge for the role we knew that he did not have the right attitude that's a big big thing in my field you have to have the knowledge yes but you also have to have the ability to tell people during what might be one of their worst days in a while will get you taken care of I work in the services industry now what that means is you know what I'm gonna be the right person to help get this fixed for you confidence Confidence is key in so many different things. It is key in my field, but it's also key in other fields. You have to be able to sell the concept that you are the best person to get something taken care of in so many different lines of work. I can't really even think of one where you aren't doing that, except maybe acting in the performing arts, because sometimes you have to sell humility. In a lot of things, you have to sell humility. Sometimes you have to sell the idea that you are the worst person in those cases. Actors, yeah, they have a different method for how to deal with this sort of thing. But for the vast majority of us that are out there making a career, a lot of our success needs to be sold on confidence and competence. I am seen as competent for this role, which is great. Very glad to hear that. Now I have to be seen as confident to be able to handle the role. Confident in my abilities and my decision making. There's um, a little secret to interviewing that's out there. A lot of interviews used by companies are tell me a time kind of questions. Tell me a time when you had to make this sort of decision or take this sort of action. <clears throat> it was presented to me today that one of the questions might be, what do you feel the perception is of you in this department? I didn't expect that. I'm glad that that was presented to me as a possibility because I can prepare for that. I can prepare for that sort of question pretty easily. I know what the perception is of me. Because I've asked. A lot of people are afraid to ask that sort of thing, but I have the confidence that once I know what that is, if it's positive, great.
cultivate the actions and take the actions that continue that positive perception of you. For those things that are negative perceptions, the connotations, determine the best ways to improve that perception and go from there. I know what the dings on me are as far as perception. I can work with them. I can work to improve them. And I can also know if if I'm offered something that is not right for me, that it's okay to say no. Case in point, one of the positions that has been opened up in a managerial capacity is the one that's um, for the team I currently work with. I would be working nights as the manager of the night group. There's a reason, though, that I got off of nights. I spent my 30s in the dark. I'm 39 right now. I'll be 40 in September. And I got married two and a half years ago. When I got married, I made the determination then and there that I did not want to stay on nights, that I wanted to move up and beyond. And so I made the determination then and there that I would not stay in a position that kept me in nights for too long. I came back to nights for nine months to help out my company, and I actually was um, recognized for that, which was very nice. But if they come to me and they say, we want you to be a manager for nights team, and that's the role we want to offer you, I'm not afraid to say no. The money would apparently be pretty good, which is nice. But I want to be happy. I want to move into a role that makes me happy. And a management role is a stepping stone towards that. It's not the end of my career by any means. It's a stepping stone on the way further. I know what I want to do further than that. This will just get me there. I'm confident in that. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Two episodes in two days, folks. I, you're going to get spoiled if I keep doing this. <laughs> but as always, I want to thank you for listening, uh, those of you who have listened. Um, as always, you can find me. I'm going to send a tweets out whenever... I have these. You'll also be able to subscribe via iTunes. You'll also be able to, um, you know, pull this up. You can find me online. Finley's thoughts at gmail.com. You can also uh, find me at FNLIII. And if no one's listening, that's okay too. Because like I said, this gives me a chance to get my thoughts out there. Today I wanted to talk about this job thing. That's all I got, folks. You have a good one.